Welcome in to the Arena Planet College Football Talk Podcast. I'm Matt Hetzler and joined as always by Tyler Smith, Mr. Arena Fanatic. This is the week five preview. Hard to believe we're five weeks in, but uh, Tyler, mm-hmm. how's everything going down in that good old Kentucky today? It's going well, Matt. We have candy corn in the house and I can't stop eating it. Candy corn? Really? That is yeah. about the most disgusting shit oh my uh, that's ever been invented. No, no, no. It's one of my favorite holiday candies. Candy corn, baby. Uh, I'm more of a Reese's pumpkin guy. I love uh, those. Around Halloween, but that's also why I've uh, gained about 100 extra pounds in the past 10 years. So It's incredible. Uh, it is incredible. <laughs> so, All right, bud. Well, um, anything you want to touch on from the uh, week four review that we may have missed? Or do you just uh. want to hop into week five? Real quick, Matt, it, it seems as if the trend of uh, redshirting after four games is, is becoming very popular now. Derek King has opened up a box, and Holgerson, uh, I guess, was the one that encouraged this. Yeah, well, uh, that's stupid-ass shit right there. <laughs> I agree. I don't like it, but that's the day and age we live in, and everybody finds a loophole. It sounded like it, so uh, maybe the NCAA can uh, maybe do something right and, and oh figure my. something out here, but uh, let's not put our faith in that organization because yeah. uh, that's just about as uh, good as the replay officials. So, Ooh, shots fired. Yeah. All right, bud. Well, Tyler, we're going to kick things off here in the opening drive. Again, this is where we talk about the best game from each group of five conference, and uh, this one right here, Tyler, Navy at Memphis, a Thursday night game, right? Or oh, Friday? yes. It's a Thursday night game. It's the only game thing. I'd like to thank the AAC again for providing us with these Thursday night games. I just love it. It was down on Navy coming into the year so far. They've only played two games, and we're in week five. That's a little weird for me. Their wins, Matt, Holy Cross and ECU. So they haven't really been tested. Memphis comes in at 3-0. and I need to see White have a big game. He hasn't been as impressive as I'd hope. The Navy D hasn't seen an offense like that, so this concerns me. Malcolm Perry, quarterback there for Navy, a true threat at quarterback, but Memphis will get the win. Yeah, I think uh, Memphis gets the win as well. Uh, this next game here, Tyler, Cincinnati, our beloved Bearcats, traveling to maybe our favorite Stadium review we've ever done. Uh, going to the Marshall Thundering Herd out in Huntington. Tyler, who wins this one? Oh, yeah. This is this is a great matchup, Matt. And I encourage folks uh, to get to the Joan for this one. Even if you're a UC fan, you want to go and see a good place, I think Matt would agree. That's that intro. Uh, the Joan is a special place in college football. Uh, sure, it certainly is. And if you're going to make the trip from Cincinnati out there, mm-hmm. make sure you make a stop at Hillbilly Hot Dogs. Uh, no That's doubt one about that it. Tyler and I will never forget. Never, ever. Eating hot dogs in the, an old bus. Can't forget that moment. But let's get back to this game. Is this the moment where this UC offense explodes? Because I've been waiting for it. I heard all off season that they were going to have this potent attack, currently only averaging 19.7 points per game. Ritter very underwhelming so far. 
Marshall has a strong D. We saw that versus Boise. The key to this game will be the quarterback for both teams. I'm trusting Ritter over Green UCW. I agree as well, Tyler. I, uh, I like Cincinnati in this game. I think uh, Michael Warren's health, yeah. I'm not sure he's still 100%, but once he gets back to 100%, uh, we may start seeing the Cincinnati offense uh, fly a little bit up and down the field. All right, I'm going to take over from here. We're going to move into the MAC, a big MAC East showdown here. Um, Buffalo traveling to Miami, Ohio, right in our neck of the woods, Tyler, out there oh, in yeah. good old Oxford. Buffalo coming off a big win against Temple. Will they be focused here? Of course they will. This is the MAC opener for them. Uh, Buffalo, outside of Ohio, I think has the best chance to win in the East. The defense forced four turnovers against Temple, and they held Temple to just 1.3 yards per carry. This Bulls defense is really, really good, and that is why I'm concerned with Miami's offense. Um, now, granted, Miami has stepped up the non-conference play. Uh, they played Iowa, Ohio State, and Cincinnati. I mean, three teams are definitely, uh, definitely more talented than the Red Hawks. Um, I'm telling you, their season has to start now, and and I'm just not sure about the Gabbard quarterback for the uh, Red Hawks. Uh, Miami's D is actually a lot better than what their statistics show. Again, because they played uh, a lot of bigger schools so far. But give me Buffalo here on the road. I think Patterson at running back for the Bulls can get things going. And, and uh, that Buffalo defense is going to shut down Miami because I'm not sold on the Miami offense yet. So let me see what they do first here, but I like Buffalo on the road here in Oxford. I'm going to agree with you, Matt. I'm taking Buffalo as well. Coming off that win where they crushed Temple. I mean, who saw that coming? They absolutely crushed them. I have no doubt that they can probably do the same thing to Miami. Yes, sir. So... All right, let's go out to uh, the Mountain West, Tyler. Hawaii coming inland here to face Nevada and Reno. Who's going to win this one, Tyler? Well, th this was a tough one for me because Nevada has shown me something. I really like this matchup. Both teams coming into the game at 3-1. and one. Rolovich comes back to his former school, so that's going to be huge. He will have to get this offense prepared for a strong Wolfpack D. I trust Hawaii's offense, Matt. I've been talking about them all offseason, all season. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mr. McDonald, that quarterback. But, hey, Nevada's offense, I'd be interested to see what we can get out of them. They will be truly tested in this game. Nevada, Matt, 8-1 and one versus Hawaii since 2009. But I have the Rainbows. I have a Hawaii as well, Tyler. I would like to see a little less turnovers from the team. Uh, I think that's yeah. what's really holding them back, but I like Hawaii here as well, Tyler. And let's travel down to the Sun Belt here, Coastal Carolina, traveling to Appalachian State. Is this going to be a game, Tyler, or is it going to be a blowout? Uh, this is App State, big-time W, no question about it. Coastal, I mean, they beat Kansas, but my God, it's it's freaking Kansas. They, they don't have the talent to compete with this App State team who's coming in off a huge victory over UNC. This isn't even going to be close, Matt. App State wins big. Uh, another one we agree on, Tyler. So, wow, that's five for five in the opening drive. We all agree. Crazy, crazy. Now let's hop over to the pick six, Tyler, picking the games against the spread. And this week, 
I'll be honest with Gosh. our listeners, I do have currently one game on the card. Um, oh this is a might tough have two potentially, so we'll see here. Uh, let's open it up here. BYU at Toledo. BYU. They've had a grueling schedule thus far. Um, Washington, USC, Tennessee, and Utah. I'm a little concerned, Tyler, after playing four straight uh, big boys. And then, granted, Tennessee, not so much a big boy anymore. Um, no. But just the physicality of some of those games. Is it taking its toll on BYU? Because the defense is going to have to be ready for the Toledo offense, which is just uh, air raid, in your face. Quarterback play is always great. Kobach is a solid running back, tough runner. And the problem with Toledo, though, the defense. So can Wilson find his guys? Can they get a run game going? And can they limit the turnovers for BYU? That's the biggest question. I'm going to take Toledo here uh, to win outright. So I'm taking the dog to win outright. At home. All righty. I'm going to take BYU. I believe that defense will be just fine versus Toledo. I think you do bring up a good point, though. They they haven't had a bye week, and they've been playing some tough, tough competition. But I'm still going to go with BYU and Zach Wilson. I can't fault you, Tyler. This is one of the hardest picks of the week. So it's just a really good game. I know we had to talk about it a little bit. Uh, so Tyler's on BYU. I'm on Toledo. Uh, on the next one here, Friday night. Big Ten showdown in the East. Number 12, Penn State traveling on the road as a six-and-a-half point favorite at Maryland. Uh, this one is the one that's on my card. I took Penn State as a six-point favorite uh, when it opened up on Saturday, uh, Sunday night. And Tyler, it's still at six. It went up to seven briefly, back down to six. So uh, mm. Penn State has been outgained in two of their three games. Buffalo out, outgained them. Pitt out, outgained them. So there is a little bit of concern, uh, for me at least, about the offense. I'm hoping that the bye week, they fix a little bit of these issues because Clifford has to be great in this game because uh, he has to make sure that his defense has time to rest playing a great Maryland offense. Uh, Brown is now named the number one running back. And Hamler, if he can get separation, find the holes in that Maryland D, he could have a big game. And as I talked about Maryland's explosive offense with Jackson and McFarland. Can they run the ball, though, is the biggest question on that Penn State defense that's only given up 71 yards per rush, uh, or per, uh, yards per game on the rushing side. And is this D for real, Tyler? That is my biggest question about Maryland. I mean, mm. Syracuse, you look at that game, you, Syracuse just is not the team that they were last year, or, or really has been under Dino Babers. So, looking at these stats for the defensive side, I think it might be a little fraudulent. And we're going to find out Friday night. And uh, I'm taking Penn State here. I think they'll win by at least 10. Um, just, a, just a step up over Maryland, I believe, in uh, talent-wise. So, this usually is not going to be a game Penn State loses. So, I think James Franklin will have the guys ready to play. And uh, I'm taking Penn State on the road, Tyler. Wow, I'm glad to hear some positivity around Penn State. This is a game that Penn State always wants to win because they recruit very well in the area, so Penn State always likes to show up for this one. I'm not – Maryland, I don't really honestly know what to think about them because one minute they're like this high-scoring explosive offense, the next minute they're kind of down in the dumps. I think that Penn State's defense will have no problem stopping them. Give me Penn State minus six and a half. 
Hey, all right, bud. And that's a that's a nice little. Uh, I, I'm glad you're on with me, Tyler, because uh, we need Penn State to win this game. It. Yeah. All right, let's hop on down to Tallahassee, my friend. NC State traveling to face the Seminoles. Four and a half point favorites at home. Who do you like here, Tyler? Well, first and foremost, I think you put this shit on here on purpose because I'm I'm looking at this game, Matt, and I honestly have no idea what to think. I mean, I don't like Florida State. NC State hasn't shown me a whole lot. Blackman is now out for FSU. I'm really not impressed with any either team. McKay, he's a true freshman at NC State. So far, he's been pretty blah. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm gonna take NC State plus four and a half due to oh the boy. injury to to Blackman. Hey, broke is our guy. Uh, no, he's not. He, hey, he how is he bad. gonna run this offense? How's he gonna run this offense? He didn't I don't look too think, bad, my friend. Uh, that's Louisville. This is our guy. This is our guy, Alex Hornibrook, best quarterback no. ever to play at Wisconsin. Well, I mean, if you like fifty uh, percent completion rating. Yeah, with that being said, I am going to take the Seminoles here uh with the cover oh, wow. at home. So Wow, we all know how that will work out for you then. Yeah, I mean, Cam Akers still. He he's just uh he'll get it done. He'll he'll, he'll get it done in this one. Um, Stack the box, force Hornybrook to pass. Huh? That's a good recipe. Well, let's hop. Let's uh, let's move on here, Tyler. We got Minnesota at Purdue. Uh, Minnesota is actually now a two-point favorite. Uh, line has shifted a little bit since we made this our game and the number on here. So we're going to update that, Tyler. Minnesota two-point oh, favorite. Wonderful. And now. Here's my issue, uh, specifically talking about Purdue. Is Elijah Sindelar playing? Because if not, I, I don't see a way Ooh. Purdue wins this game. Uh, as we saw with Plummer a few weeks ago, he's just not ready yet. And if he's running the offense, we're going to see a lot of three and outs, a lot of stalled drives, not many points on the board. And then it's going to be uh, put a lot of pressure on the defense, put them in tough spots. And Rondell Moore, without Elijah Sindelar, unfortunately, is kind of handcuffed. And uh, Purdue needs him. They need him to get about 20-plus touches a game. And you just can't do that with Plummer. They have zero running game so far this season. Um, and Minnesota's defense is actually pretty damn good, uh, holding a for just 303 yards a game and only 118 on the ground. <sighs> Morgan, a quarterback for Minnesota, has been effective. And I think uh, Smith in the running game should get going. That being said, Tyler, is Sindelar playing? I'm taking Purdue. Uh, if not, I'm taking Minnesota. So I still don't know what to do with this game. I think I, Vegas is telling you that he's going to play. I think, he's, I think he's not playing is what it seems like. I, I feel like Minnesota should be the favorite in this game. They are. I'm ready they to row the boat, baby. Points, they're a two-point favorite. Oh, oh! I thought you said that Purdue was getting uh, the two no, points. No, oh, <laughs> so yeah, Vegas is telling us he's not going to play. Hell, I'm still rowing that boat, baby. Minnesota minus two. All right. Um, uh, Big 12 showdown here, Tyler. Uh, number 24, Kansas State on the road at Oklahoma State. Heartbreaking loss for uh, o Oklahoma State last week at Texas. Played quite well. We touched on it in the recap. I love Sanders, uh, and I think he can beat Kansas State with his arm. 
and his legs, which is what uh, Oklahoma State's going to need a little bit of dual dynamic from him to open up holes for Hubbard. Um, you know, you looked at the box score. He had over 100 and some yards rushing against Texas, but he had 30-some carries. He was only averaging 3.7 yards per rush. And, I mean, that, that's not that's not too great um, with all things considered. So uh, Thompson, at quarterback for Kansas State, has done uh, quite well so far, but he's going to need to be more explosive in the passing game. I, I love James Gilbert. I talk about him every time we talk about Kansas State. Solid running back. And the D continues to me uh, continues to surprise me, and they're they're doing pretty damn good. So that being said, though, I'm going to take Oklahoma State here, the four point favorites. I'm going to take them to cover. Um, I just I just really like the way Oklahoma State's offense is operating, and and, and Kansas State will be fine. Uh, they're going to build a nice program down there, but I just don't think they have the uh, talent to hang around with Oklahoma State here in what will most likely be a high scoring affair. Yeah, sure, certainly should be. This is this is where I'm supposed to tell you that I'm smarter than everyone, and I'm gonna take Kansas State plus four. But I'm too impressed with Oklahoma State so far. There's no way I can back off of it now, and it's at home minus four. I'm taking it. That's what I like to hear, Tyler. Let's uh, let's move into the Pac-12 here. Um, UCLA coming off a massive comeback. On the road in Tucson, taking on the Arizona Wildcats. Seven and a half point favorites for the Wildcats, Tyler. What do you like here? Oh my gosh. Arizona, please don't let me down. I will be pissed. And if Tate does what he did versus Texas Tech, they will be able to cover this number. I think Arizona's defense is going to be strong enough to. I don't even know what that is over there in UCLA, that offense they have. Somehow scored some serious points, but I'm not buying it. This is a good opportunity for Zona to keep themselves in the race there in the Pac-12 South. Give me Arizona 7.5. If they lose this game outright, Matt, they will be dead to me. I was going to say, I know where they'll be on the recap show. Uh, 100%. I'm right there with you, I'll be very angry. I love Arizona in this matchup. And I love Khalil Tate. I'm starting him in fantasy this week. So, uh, yeah, do not let me down, Khalil I Tate. I don't think I, I don't like this idea, Matt. I'm already having bad feelings. I'm on a uh, two-game losing streak now after a great 2-0 start in fantasy. So we need the fighting uh, Kevin Selmans to come through here. Let's go, Arizona. It is time for first down, everybody. Uh, Iowa State at Baylor. Kind of a... A sneaky, mm. under-the-radar type of game here. This might be one of the better games of the week. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Purdy and company bounced back last week, Tyler, after that Iowa letdown. Put up a whopping 72 points on UL Monroe. And the defense is really, really good. I mean, the, in this matchup, you wouldn't think Baylor has a good D, but I, they do. And this is going to be one of the best defensive games we see all season in the Big 12. Uh, they are gonna um, have to limit the explosive plays from Baylor, um, which I think they can do. Now, for Baylor, Charlie Brewer, love that guy. Feels like he's been at Baylor for ten years. And yes. Here, um, Denzel Mims, one of my favorite wide receivers in the country, and like I said, the Baylor defense is better than advertised. This could be a actually low-scoring game, uh, relatively speaking. I'm talking like. 
50 points less. Um, I'm just not sold on Baylor yet because they basically played nobody. They're back to playing the Art Bryles schedule in the non-conference where they play nobody, and they just save it all up for Big 12 play. Um, uh, yeah. I'm going to go Iowa State here, Tyler, even though I would not be shocked if Baylor wins. And, and Baylor was my was like one of my sleepers in the Big 12 this year. So, uh, But I, I like I like Matt Campbell and Iowa State and Brock Purdy to get it done here on the road. Matt, my one concern with the Baylor defense is Stephen F. Austin, eh, UTSA, probably one of the worst offenses in the country, and Rice, that, that's not a very good offense either. So you better, you better only be averaging 14.7 points per game. But that offense is explosive. I'll be interested to see what they can do at home, but I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to take Iowa State. I wanted to say Baylor so bad, but just looking at who they played, I don't think I believe in that defense quite as much as you do. Iowa State, W. Yeah, yeah, and the reason I like Iowa State also in this game is because of who they played. And uh, so, yeah, we are both on Iowa State here. Uh, Washington mm-hmm. State at number 19, Utah, Tyler. Do the uh, Does Mike Leach get his team ready to make a – um, a statement win after that he, big just let down at home. He he better be he better be getting those boys ready because that that is probably going to be the most embarrassing loss of the season for any team in this whole entire country. Matt, two teams, both these teams, team two teams coming off a loss. Questions, Matt, about Huntley and Moss's health has me a bit concerned for Utah. The D didn't look very good versus USC's passing attack. Washington, of course, throws the ball all over the field. They should be able to expose them. I'm looking at that UCLA game as a fluke, and here's a bounce-back game. Give me Wazoo. All the the Utah to the playoff people can officially be gone. Uh, I'm I'm actually right there with you, Tyler. I'm taking Washington State as well. Uh, that that offense just too explosive, and we saw what USC did to him last week. So, I'm sorry, guys. We're going with Washington State here. Tyler and I we're agreeing have, a lot tonight, which is a little yeah. Scary. Have we ever? Yeah, this is frightening, man. I don't think we've ever agreed on this many games, ever. And with that being said, I, I'm kind of feeling we're going to agree in the next two as well. So, Arizona State on the road at Cal. Tyler, break this one down. Uh, Herm Edwards returns to his alma mater of cow, 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 cow. The Bears at home with that D will shut down the Sun Devils. Key for Arizona State if they want to win this game. If if the line can create enough space for Eno Benjamin to get through, they have a chance. Not sure they will be able to do that. My Heisman guy, Curtis Weaver, has another massive game for Cal. Hopefully another 20 touchdowns. Gabbards just needs he just needs to keep things under control. Nothing too much. Don't fumble. Don't throw any interceptions. Just keep it nice and easy. Simple passes. This should be a W for the Cow Bears. Number fifteen Cow Bears. Holy baloney. I know. They're actually a player in the Pac twelve North with that win yeah. over with uh Washington. So who would have thought? Maybe Cal's gonna be in the Pac twelve title game this year, Tyler. I Playoff, like Cal man. as well. Hard not to. 
Yeah, I know. I, I just, I'm not sold on Arizona State. Michigan State, that was just a, uh, I don't even want to go, I don't even want to go back two weeks yeah. ago. Damn it, yeah. just pissed me Let's off not think more. about it. All right, Mississippi State on the road at number seven, Auburn. Uh, uh, let's see here. Auburn coming off a nice win on the road. This is kind of a look-ahead spot. Uh, Auburn fans should be a little concerned with this game because next week they travel to Florida. This is a perfect sandwich game. And Auburn, an 11-point favorite right now. But I'm telling you, Mississippi State, the quarterback situation is a bit murky. I think Schrader's going to be the guy now. He's a dual threat. He came out last week, 17 for 22, 180 yards passing, 11 rushes for 125 on the ground. Um, so if he can somehow neutralize that uh, Auburn defensive line, uh, beating him with the RPOs and handing off to Hill, who is a special back, maybe one of the tops in the SEC, Mississippi State will have a chance here. I'm, where I'm concerned about Mississippi State is defensively. Uh, they gave up 5.5 yards per carry to uh, uh, Kentucky last week. Auburn's going to gash them in the run game, uh, especially if they uh, don't get thing any don't get anything going on the offensive side. Uh, like I said, the defense the defense for Auburn they're only allowing 89 and a half yards per game. So I'm sorry, Mississippi State, you're not going to be able to find the ground game. And you got a guy who I don't think is actually as accurate as his first game showed, and I don't think they'll be able to beat him downfield. I'm going to take Auburn here. Um, I actually think Auburn, I was a little concerned earlier in the week that they may not be able to cover that number, but the more I looked into it, I think Auburn is going to win by maybe two to three touchdowns. So wow. that's where I'm going. I'm going Auburn at home. Two to three touchdowns. My goodness. Funny uh, you say that, Matt, because last year Mississippi State winners by two touchdowns, and so far in this decade, Matt, this series is five to four. I mean, very, very tight. Considering you'd think Auburn probably been dominating this series, but five and four this de- decade. I'm gonna go with my trending up team, my just out of the playoff team, the Auburn Tigers. Tyler's kiss of death. Yeah, that that. We'll see how that we'll see how that works out this week. Yeah. All right, let's move on, Tyler. Here to one of our favorite segments we do, uh, where we talk about our best bet, upset pick, and the super dog. Tyler, do you want to give me your best bet? Oh yeah, well Tyler Smith here, three and one in the best bet segment. Not to brag or anything, but I'm going to go with UAB minus three, Matt. UAB is five and two against the spread, six and one in against the spread in September. Blazers have one of the top Ds in the conference. Duncan out at quarterback for WKU. Arkansas transfer, frightening. Ty Story in, likely gets the start. Not exactly an ideal game to break yourself in. Give me UAB minus three. I'm feeling good about it. All right, all right. I'm uh, I'm two and two on the best bet after losing my Charlotte pick by yeah. a half point last week. So yeah. we're we're looking for a bounce back here. Oh, we already talked about this game earlier. I like Oklahoma State and the four points at home. So take uh, take the pokes here. My upset play here, Tyler. Kentucky on the road plus three at South Carolina. Whoa. Both teams just trending down. I oh, actually man. hope South Carolina wins for my preseason predictions. But I just can't trust South Carolina, and you're giving me an entire field goal on a better team in Kentucky on the road. Give me Kentucky here. 
I I would have a hard time betting that game because both of those teams are. It's just not pretty. But okay, you got it, Matt. My upset pick: Washington State plus five. Well, see, I, I actually uh, forgot about that one. So yeah, you I'm should lock that sucker in. I mean, I'm sure that number is improved, but uh, plus five. I mean, gosh, how could I pass that up? And then your super dog, Tyler, who you got as a double-digit dog. Super dog. I now this has been fluctuating around ten points. I believe it might be at ten points right now. UNLV plus ten over Wyoming. Oh, going against Wyoming. Yeah, they're dead to me. I know they are. So, uh, my super dog Tyler USC eleven point dogs on the road at Washington. Yeah, not not a bad pick. I mean, I was thinking we were going to have the same because there's not many double digit dogs this week no. that actually have a chance. So yeah, yeah, and I, I'm not exactly sure where UNLV is now. I I think I saw it at one point at nine and a half, and then I saw it at ten. So I jumped on that one. Yeah, it is nine and a half is what I saw when I was doing this. Uh, my my betting picks about an hour and a half ago. So that's okay, Tyler. We'll take the ten. The ten works there for it. Okay. Let's move on Thank into you. third down, Tyler. I'm going to take this one from the top. Number five, Ohio State at Nebraska College Game Day in Lincoln, Tyler. Yeesh. I know it's a down week, my friend. I mean, they could have went to maybe. Baylor, I'd have been cool with Baylor and Iowa yeah. State, but they they did Iowa State two weeks ago. So yeah, yeah, I I don't have a problem with it being in Nebraska, but you just wish that Nebraska was in a better place because it's not looking pretty. Agreed there. So Ohio State is back, my friend. They're a complete team. The defense is solid, and I'm telling you, they get to the quarterback and they pressure all day long. They are relentless on that defensive line. Fields and Dobbins, deadly duo in the backfield. I'm telling you, when I looked, so let me get on Nebraska here real quick. Throw away that final score from last week. So they only won by four. But once you look into the box score, Tyler, four, they were up. They had four turnovers, and uh, they outgained Illinois by like 300-plus yards. But here's the thing. They almost they they almost gave up six yards per carry to Illinois. Not good. Yikes! You throw in a yay. Uh, I mean, a, you throw in Fields and Dobbins attack, and a pretty decent O line. I'm telling you, this is going to be a long day for the Cornhuskers defense. I don't see how they're going to stop them at all. Um, I I really do feel like Ohio State is going to march up and down the field whenever they want to do it. Ohio State's going to win big here, Tyler. Um, the defense is going to have to to zone in on the RPO. So if they can't stop that run-pass option, and, and Martinez is going to have to stretch the field on offense uh, with deep balls, keep the Ohio State Buckeyes guessing. But they're also going to have to protect Martinez and get that ball out quick. So uh, it's going to be a tough game plan for Nebraska, my friend. Um, give me Buckeyes. They're big favorites right now. And I don't, I don't disagree with that number. I think Ohio State's going to roll all day long in this game. All day long, all day long. I'm going to agree with you, Matt. And in this series, it's not uh, only, I think, eight games total play. Nebraska only has one win, and it was a thriller 
back in 2011, Taylor Martinez, Mr. Polini. You remember Bo Polini? How is that man not coaching somewhere outside of Youngstown State? But I'm going to agree with you 100%, Matt. Nebraska has no chance in this game. I think this is going to be a nice statement game for Ohio State. On the road in a tough environment, Ohio State wins big. Okay, and now let's head back out to the Pac-12, Tyler. We talked about this one earlier uh, in my, my Superdog pick. Number 21, USC on the road in Seattle facing number 17, Washington. What do you got, Tyler? Man, I'm telling you, I, I cannot wait to watch this game. What is USC going to do versus this stout defense? I cannot wait to see the secondary versus USC's Potent, potent passing attack. Michael Pittman Jr., unbelievable game. Tyler Vons, Amon Rasan Brown. I mean, these guys are incredible. Matt Fink, can he do it again? I'm, I'd like to think he could, but this is a totally different team when you're facing Washington's defense. Now, on the flip side, I like what Washington has been doing lately. I'm excited to see... If they can continue with this high-powered offense, I think they can. But USC's defense has also shown me something that I've, I've been liking. USC has been much better than I thought they could be to this point. But I'm going to take Washington. I agree, Tyler. I'm on the Huskies as well. But I, I do expect USC to contend here. I don't think it will be uh, one of those blowouts that we're accustomed to seeing uh, yep. in that rivalry. All right, let's finish out here, Tyler. Fourth down, biggest game of the week. We have it as number 18, Virginia, traveling to Notre Dame. Notre Dame coming off that heartbreaking loss in Athens. I'll take it from here, Tyler. I'm going to go ahead and jump in this one first. All right. Uh, Ian Book and Notre Dame needs to forget last week. That is the most important thing. Uh, season is still alive for a national championship, uh, I mean, for a college football playoff berth. I think they could still get there, Tyler. Um He's gonna uh, book is gonna have to be uh, multi-dimensional, so he's gonna have to get his feet going. He is gonna have to run uh, because Virginia's defense is very, very good. And Komet and Claypool Tyler are gonna have to find some soft spots and get separation in that pass game because I love Virginia secondary, uh, one of the most underrated mm-hmm. units in the country. And I mean, I'm telling you, they're just uh. The defense has going to have to spy on Perkins, keep him in the pocket, try to eliminate his ability to get outside the pocket and make uh, make plays happen with his feet. Stop him, and Notre Dame wins this game. For UVA, I'm a bit concerned about Perkins' health. Um, he just hasn't he he just hasn't looked the same as last year uh, so far this season, Tyler. I don't know if he's hurt or if he's just uh, a step slow on everything from last year, but. I'm telling you, as I said earlier, Virginia's defense is really shut down in the passing game. And um, I like Bryce Hall at cornerback, maybe one of the better cornerbacks in the country. Give me Notre Dame here, Tyler. I think they bounce back. But I I love this Virginia team. I think uh, Virginia's got a chance to win the ACC. Uh, They're about the only team I think can contend with Clemson in the ACC as well. Yeah, they they definitely have the defense to do it. The offense, though, I think Perkins is is trying to do too much, and he did lose some of his offensive talent from last year. 
The running game, not exactly what it was last year. They're only putting up 133 rushing yards per game. That is not going to get it done, especially versus Notre Dame team. Now, Notre Dame coming off that huge game, a very physical game, it's going to be, I think the start is going to be pretty tough for Notre Dame to get going, but I think they will pull through. I need to see Book perform at a high level in this game. I I was, I don't want to say disappointed. I just wanted more, man. I wanted more out of him. Hopefully I can get it in this game. We'll see. I would take I would take the points on Virginia. Twelve and a half seems like a lot, but I will take Notre Dame to win the game. If this was on the road, I would have major concerns about Notre Dame. Uh, me too, as well. Coming on, you know, it's usually hard to bounce back after a tough loss like uh, like what they had last uh, last week. So at least they are back home uh, in the friendly confines of uh, South Bend, Indiana, my friend. So, mm-hmm. all right, we're both on the Irish, Tyler. We agreed on way too many this week. Yeah. So I'm already looking forward goodness. to next week. And next week's actually going to be a very good week. So I, I think we'll disagree a lot more. So uh, real quick, Tyler, any big plans this weekend? Uh, this weekend, big plans? No, nah, not really. I mean, Penn State plays on Friday night, so that's nice. I will be definitely watching the Virginia Notre, Notre Dame game, USC Washington for sure. But, uh, yeah, no no big plans for me. How about you? Uh, Tyler, heading down to Lawrenceburg, Indiana, the Hollywood Casino, we're going to test out that new sports book that they just put in a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I saw the billboard. Yes, so uh, the wife and I and uh, Andrew and uh, his wife, we're all going down there together. I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to laying some bets in. I think I'm gonna let Jenna. I'm gonna let Jenna throw a parlay in there. I'm gonna let her pick about four teams she really feels comfortable with, and we're gonna play Ooh. her four teams. I would. I would probably suggest playing UAB minus three. I'm on a heater right now. Hey, I will. You know what? I'm gonna put that in my own place. I'm gonna take that play, and uh, I'm gonna you mush should. you. Bring so. it on. I'm ready. All right, bud. Um, why don't you? Uh, why don't you go ahead and take us out here, Tyler? Let the, oh. let the people know where they can find us. Oh, yeah, man. You can find us all over the place. iTunes, check us out there. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. You can find us all over the web. And remember to follow us on Twitter, at the Hets for Matt, at Arena Fanatic for myself, and at CFB Talk Podcast for the podcast Twitter page. Be sure to review. Leave us a review. If you leave a comment under the review, hey, we might uh, we might talk about it on the podcast. Would be pretty pretty fun to do. If you have any questions for us, you know, just hop on that Twitter sphere and let us know. But that'll take us out of week five, and uh, I'm interested to see what happened. Kind of a kind of a down week, but sometimes weird things happen in the down week. Thank you for listening. And good night.